live, live, live. Oh, we're alive. alive. We're going. We are alive, live, 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 live. Yeah, we're live. I love it. Cheers. Salud. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll be draining this. It's so hot in here. So for those of you joining, we we spent the last couple of minutes, you know, pre-show talking about our strategies for trying to cool down our homes. Um, yeah. We were both doing some AC shopping, but I think you were more successful than I was. Uh, you, you got your set up, right? I, I finally got mine set up yesterday. Yeah. So they were they were little so I, like I did a live stream yesterday uh, unboxing the X3 GT. And as soon as I ended that video, the guy shows up. So they showed up at 8 a.m. Nice. left for like around three in the afternoon. And I am oh, that's so good. I am so glad. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, once you have it, I'm pretty sure it'll be the exact same thing, but it's finally copacetic i i can finally sit here and say it feels good i don't i don't run him that cold but yeah i i was i was i was like in a lowe's shopping little rolling portable units um we have central air but really it it just cools downstairs we can't get cold air up we've got to like look at some other fan strategies but uh we only have a little car so getting the little roller uh ac unit home meant tipping it and you're not really supposed to do that. So we've got to let it settle for a day before we try and plug it in and use it. I was hoping to have it here, but now instead we've just got, I've got a fan kind of pointing at my junk right now <laughs> just to try and keep some temperature regulation. And I know people are saying, Hey, Juan's not wearing his hat. Even though I use those like tropical vented flat caps. Yeah. yeah. It's too hot. It, uh... <laughs> You're going to have to look, just deal with my receding hairline, my psoriasis <laughs> scarring and the light like reflecting off of my, my it's it's that kind right. of show it's that kind of show it's that kind of show it's so hot it's some 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 hot guy <laughs> jeff is just jumping right in uh yeah. right. Hey, oh and, and, and so i'm already seeing like you know we got david burns renesh yeah, yeah. gary the fireman greg exactly. reviews so I, I i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna tease something that i will hopefully be able to talk about next week that Jeff, I think you'll you'll very much appreciate, and you might even be a little jealous of what I got to uh, listen to this morning. I, uh, if you're on my Discord, there's a tease there where I got to go on a magical Willy Wonka field trip to one of my favorite headphone manufacturers, Ooh. Um, and they're going to be showing off something pretty cool next nice. week. So it, <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, to share more news later. Yeah, LFA is definitely. Uh, he he got he's, he's <laughs> eyeball, he's, eyeball, eyeball, eyeball emoji. Eyeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty much just super glued. Um, I know some people were asking; they were wondering if we're going to be talking about nothing tonight. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about well, nothing. There's not much. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about uh, to show. It's a show for about it. nothing. It is. And that's the beauty is. of it. Nothing happens. So it, then nothing. we do things. And then nothing. I don't know. Did, did you catch the announcement? I mean, like uh, the release and everything. Um, I, honestly, I, I I kind of slightly. So I, I, I've been. They've been keeping me somewhat in in the loop of some of the announcements and stuff like that. But mostly like the ahead of the PR and so on. So essentially, it's, gotcha. you know, it's coming out ninety nine dollars pair of earbuds, a mm-hmm. thousand uh, reviews, and and so on. Uh, all the major channels obviously have them already. Um, I'm, you know, I, I mean, I I, I didn't. What, let's just say this: uh, the verdict that I'm I'm hearing wasn't surprising. It's a it's a hundred dollar mm-hmm. pair of earbuds. There weren't they weren't supposed to be, you know. I don't know if everybody was expecting a flagship killer reborn kind of thing because of Carl Pay's association. Right. Um, 
But you know, we managed to package three thousand dollar electrostatic earbuds into ninety nine dollars shells. Was uh, not ever uh, going to happen. No, no. It 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 literally. At least from what I'm seeing. I mean, again, it could be very different. Um, it, once we try them on, once I get a chance to ha- get my hands on one of them, uh, the reality is, yeah, uh, it's lukewarm experience, at least from everybody that at least I'm her- uh, that I've spoken about it, right. uh, which is what I was expecting for the price point. Anyways, uh, great pair of earbuds. I-, I could definitely attribute the the gesture control that they're pointing out sure. to be a little bit more unique than That's what you see cool. at a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Uh, wireless charging case, um, the see through design didn't. didn't- didn't you just come off of, do you have Pixel Buds? The Pixel Buds yes, A series? Pixel Buds A series, Okay, yes, so you but... just came off the Pixel Buds A series. I'm finally mm-hmm. wrapping up uh, mm-hmm. uh, my, I've finally written out my script for the TCL S600, the Move okay. Audio S600. Mm-hmm. $99.99, mm-hmm. true wireless. I, I believe they're 10 millimeter drivers, which is pretty close to the nothings. Okay. Yeah, nothings um, are like 11 points. Active 11. noise cancellation. Mm-hmm. Same voice voice assistant integration so you mm-hmm. can hot word your assistant and 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 go right into your your thing there um a pass through mode so you can hear the world around you Typically, uh, yeah. three microphones per bud so six microphones in total i i i did the show from them mm-hmm. in the hotel room and i yep. thought it sounded okay i mean it doesn't it's sound pretty... amazing because it's Bluetooth, oh, no no I, absolutely it sounded okay we we could understand we did not have to lip read so we're good yeah. So, oh, and wireless charging in the case, ninety nine ninety nine. So that yeah. So that's where it kind of takes a one leg up over on well, on top of the ANC, obviously, but you know, just with the with the Pixel Buds A, because you get that wireless, you get the uh, you get the mm-hmm. ANC, the you ANC. get the activation. So Those are a little bit yeah. I feel like this is attainable. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I I to spoil the review for anyone who's watching this before I put my video out. I'd say they're a little bit nicer than the Earfun. Like you can get those Earfun Pro ANC, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's what fifty dollar territory, fifty sixty uh, somewhere in there. A little bit more, yeah. The Earfun Free, the Earfun Two Free, free Pro. Which, uh, yeah, so I never tried not, not the, the Earfun Pro. Free always... Two, but the Earfun Free Pro, I believe, are in fifty or sixty dollar territory. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, th- th- there's there's this this like killer crop of what I would consider soundtracking or communicator earbuds. Mm-hmm. These are not the earbuds you sit down. They're not XM4s. No, no, right. No, I, you don't sit down and feel like you're, you're listening to a crafted audio experience to really consume a piece of media. Th- these are brilliant options that don't break the bank mm-hmm. for playing music really well while you're doing something else. They're yeah. great for phone calls. They're great communicator buds, and they're tech forward. So mm-hmm. you've got the ANC, and you've got the better assistant integration. I like what Nothing is doing, but I feel like they're joining a conversation of how do we undercut AirPods. I don't feel they're driving innovation. You know what I mean? Like they're no, showing that, up that to was this the party, thing. and this party but- is well attended. It not only well attended, but there is like really crowded. Like there's 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 a line at the door, and you're like, um, like I said, it, it was it was the, I guess at the time, the 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 tech the, for the lack of a better word, realistically, this method was used before. We we've yeah. seen this system, right? This is not the first time Carl Pay does a. We we, um, we we we've seen a few of these plays from this play. Absolutely, sure. and and so I'll, I'll say this much. Um, 
there's definitely some very well-known backers on th- in this company and a lot of people that are invested in this company. So we have an example would be, you know, Casey Neistat is a big name that's already invested yeah. in there. So there's there's obviously some star power behind it, which definitely will help the brand. There is a lot to say about basically notoriety and, no, you know, people and awareness of what nothing is. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what we got is what we were kind of should be expecting at a hundred bucks. Okay. And that's really what it is. Will it be a success over the others that are already established on the market? Exactly. As, as the TCLs of the, of the world, uh, the, uh, you know, like here, Soundcore, man, Soundcore makes some amazing sound. Oh yeah. My uh, Soundcore is over on the table. I, absolutely. I, I'm, I always have them paired up to something in it. So right now they're paired up to my duo. Yeah. They're right Beautiful. there. They're always there. So, um, so, so it, I mean, like in in that tier, because exactly you bringing up Soundcore, the other company I love to highlight because I feel there's some, some again, you know, like where you you've got like two species of animal that kind of evolve in similar ways. Mm-hmm. What nothing is doing, especially from Carl Pay's relationship, uh, BBK Electronics, and 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 his background. Um, there's something there that feels very similar to one more where one more came from some of the brain talent and some of the background from Xiaomi mm-hmm. and lifestyle electronics. They got funded. Um, there's, I feel like one more started more on the audio quality conversation mm-hmm. and then started getting a bit more hip, uh, a bit more hip and a bit savvier with all of the techie stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like, nothing is looking tech forward in a way like TCL might, but they're way ahead of the game. They're savvier on their marketing strategy, on their branding strategy. There's something interesting there to talk about. And then maybe we'll see them move up the food chain kind of like Apple did. AirPods, not that great. AirPods Pro, much better. I mean, again, they're expensive, but I feel like if you're an Apple fan, that makes more sense. And then they'll probably come out with like a nothing Pro Max Pro- cans <laughs> that they'll charge way too much for that can barely cover the basics, but uh, it'll be yeah. a fashion statement of some the, kind. the nothing too, the nothing ear too. Yeah, no, I know the, the, uh, the nothing, the nothing Pro something Max. It just sounds yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Have to, I, I hope edition. they invent something. Imagine them naming their product. This is the nothing Pro. What, what do you mean nothing Pro? This is actually the nothing Pro. No. It, it, I, I, like I said, there's that. That's the big part of it. It's the the the, the brand recognition. I think Carl's doing an absolute banging job yeah. there, um, and I think that's the big thing: building up the hype and, and not and necessarily not the same delivering. Way, like One Plus was uh, like there were so many hot takes on the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. What is this Flash. name? One Plus? Plus. What does that even mean? And now it's, yeah, it's oh, like, nothing. What a <laughs> what a gimmicky name to name your company. Like, and everybody's so, talking. A- about answer it. me this equation: What is One Plus? Nothing. <laughs> well, when you said doesn't it, want you to answer that equation because yeah, they've got their own buds yeah, pro yeah. something I, which Z-Buds. are which was just announced that yeah. with anc and they're <laughs> now they're a little bit more they're 150 bucks which i again haven't had a chance to, i don't think anybody has had a chance to test them sure. out yet but the short answer is this market is very much um, 2021 brought down the ANC uh, to a much more affordable price plan, uh, price point. So the 100 to 150, roughly, but about 100 bucks, you can get a pretty decent pair. Around but, 50. I mean, like OnePlus was ahead of the curve. Again, the thing that that bothers me is if we're talking audio tech, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was ahead of the curve with their dual driver. Oh, absolutely. Neckbands, multiple generation. I still, like I said, we still use them here in the house. They're so Um, good. And I I preferred them over the the Bud Zs, mostly because the the portability, the ease of use, you never have to put them anywhere and forget them. Like you put literally, or you lose one of the Buds and you're like effing it. And I still have, yeah, my my one more dual driver, ANC, are right over there too. Exactly. And I mean, they're just stonking good. So one plus um, and, will and I'm, of course will serve I'm back. doing I'm doing this show like on in ear monitors. So <laughs> I I have a problem, um, yes, and I don't expect anyone to replicate. Dude, all the videos but, you pointed out this week were all audio tech. All like audio. You, you, like I, like you woke up on Monday saying, you know what? I'm going to work what? on the ear experience. Oh, uh, my the wife monitor. totally For- called me out on this recently. Um, actually, not recently. My wife totally called me out on this today. I oh, uh, we, we were um, we were driving to the Lowe's to mm-hmm. to go get this AC unit that I I, I have to wait until it settles again. Um, it's like you bought a cake and you can't eat it because it needs to. It I needs know, to it's right downstairs and I want it I so know. bad. Um, but no, she was saying you know, like I, it recently it seems like I've not been having fun talking about phones. Um, mm-hmm. like I'm just not enjoying it. She, she's pointing this out to me and, and, and my wife doesn't get into techie stuff. I mean, if you caught the podcast, I recorded with it. her. She, she is a very practical tech consumer. She is not entertained by, by technology like I am. And she also made a big point out of saying like, when you came home from doing this little manufacturing tour that you did this morning, this is like the most lit up I've seen you in a while. When I yeah. saw you playing with the little THX Onyx, that's like the most fun you'd had in a while. And the same thing, like I, I, I just published the video on the Apogee uh, um, Groove. It's not, not the new. Yeah, the SBC. The, oh. the, the Groove has been out for like three or four years, but there's something happening right now that my old some audio guy persona is like waking back up again. All, all of this like shouting into the ether, care about your audio, care about your ears, try and drive a nicer experience, really tailor fit your listening to your to your behavior. It's like that there's like that, that little some audio guy gremlin is awake again in a way that he hasn't been for a while. That's, and that's I good, promise man. I'm not going to turn my channel into this, the old some audio guy channel. Um but like this is something I feel like I gotta explore. I, I'm not I, gonna go I, I ha- full on headphone reviews. But I was I was about to just say I have so many headphones sitting on my desk right now that I could literally change change this channel. Right to, time. Uh, it just it's um like I even got the uh, these buds which I didn't even know they're coming. Uh, some Honor buds light with ANC like great. I yeah I'm like thank you. Uh, but no but, seriously I have but the, across the board I mean like, like it, I have six it, pairs it, sitting. <laughs> Well, first of all, one of the things that I feel like we've walked away from, and I know I'm one of the reasons why I'm having less fun with phones. I got into mobile tech Mm -hmm. and I feel like one of my my personal greatest strengths was breaking down some of the nerdiest and most complicated aspects of this to -hmm. try and get people up to speed. And this is back in the day of like PDAs. So we're talking Palm Pilots versus Windows Mobile versus BlackBerry and, and, and Symbian and all that. And I kind of feel like that market is kind of well decided now. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about something specifically, I'm talking to a smaller and nicher, smaller and nicher audience. What I did on my road trip, I wish more people cared about because I was delivering high tier 4K video, producing it out in the field 
I had an amazing accessories to kind of back it up. And, and it, I really feel it was, it, it wasn't just like a kind of a, a gimmicky challenge is like, mm-hmm. you could legit work this way. You could Absolutely. legit get work done this way. And, and it seems like that's a conversation that the tech community who consumes our videos the people that care about that conversation are already in our live chat. We've already oh, absolutely, found absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're our buddies. For, for, yes, exactly. You, you know, my goofy experiments, but outside of our little bubble, no one really cares about that conversation. They're trying to talk about like, how do you use TikTok on a $1,400 phone? So instead, as we've seen streaming services expand and, mm-hmm. and, and Apple music is delivering a service that doesn't even work on iPhones for lossless <laughs> and spatial audio. Now I, I feel like, my decades of recording experience and some of my perspective on audio kit can at least contribute to a conversation that might help someone take a step up. And, and, and Jeff is saying, you know, like I've gotten a couple comments in here. I mean, he's just extremely insightful when it comes to true wireless. And I'm sure everyone who's already in this live chat has already subscribed to El Jefe reviews, but. Oh, absolutely. Um, love, this love is, this is, yes, for sure. This, this is the right time. And, and it's not just true wireless what what sounds better than what we're getting to that point where even bluetooth is crafting a specific audio experience yeah and so if you care about the tuning even for wireless you can have a conversation about finding the exact right fit for someone's specific needs and then you can go down the rabbit hole like me where i've got headphones that i like to listen to when i'm the passenger in a car Mm -hmm. i've got headphones that i use on an airplane I've got headphones that I use in my office, but I can't use in the rest of the house because it's too noisy. And in the rest of the house, I have closed backs and then I've got DACs that I use to drive certain. So if you want, you can take this to an unhealthy level. Like I, I, do. I don't think we need to take it. I think we're already there. We, we need to get you some help. There should be some kind of uh, AA for Audios Anonymous as opposed to, you know, just admitting you have a problem. Yeah. Um, But but again, you know, you say AAA and you talk about audio and I'm going to talk about, you know, a a THX AAA rated amp. So, yeah, no, I I, it's not going to be Audioholics Anonymous. That's just two A's. You're missing an A for all the really good stuff. No, no, I, I absolutely, and uh, so I, I've been playing with with the uh, with the one that we talked about last week. So, um, it's it's definitely one of the more powerful pieces. This is the Helm, the the Helm Audio yeah. small portable. Is that the bolt? Yeah. So, uh, I have not been able to find a service that actually can push them all the way, with the exception of nope. using original uh, like the original files that you 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 linked me. Yeah. I, I I can drive them as as good as basically twenty four bit forty four. And that's the mm-hmm. maximum I'm able to get. Nothing that streams, at least. Well, so I'll take that back. Um, title. Um, I, I, so I'm able. Obviously, it's streaming flax. There's no question on the on the codec. But the problem is the the, the throughput, the bit the bit rate that we're talking. Uh, but there's nothing on there that I cannot find a single piece of streaming content that's that's current. Uh, well, it, did you catch the tweet? I mean, we we can we can talk. We can dig into this a little bit from um, from Irfan. Uh, 904-59892 on Twitter. Oh, um, Earfun 90495. <laughs> no, I don't know who that. Person. Yeah, you know, Earfun. Um, <laughs> he, he right after best of our week, he reached out to me. And apart from oh. Tidal, which services do provide high res audio on Android phones in India, we don't have Tidal and all other yeah. streaming services, although good, are just not good enough. I wish there Am- were Amazon for me has been 
it's, I wish it's there were more Amazon. paid services where you could download and store it on your phone. And especially, I mean, if you're talking about an Indian market where you mm-hmm. might not have um, regional data connectivity. And, and I'm sure, uh, you know, again, this is a topic where um, I, I, I'd love to start bringing in more, like, I'd love to start bringing in more manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Like when we have these conversations, as much as I love like hanging out with you and with Jeff, what I'd love to do is get you and Jeff and then maybe the guys at Periodic Audio okay. or yeah. the guys at Apogee and 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 join a conversation because all of the stuff okay. is kind of leapfrogging itself. You know, Apple Music Lossless sounds very impressive, but in actuality, a lot of the content that you're going to find on there is just getting us back to CD mm-hmm. quality. Um it's it's increasingly difficult to untangle the big marketing claims from the hardware and what hardware you really need. So if you're only doing 2448, you know, mm-hmm. slightly better than CD quality. I was going to um, say, yeah, it's, if 2448 is slightly better. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't find anything that goes into the 90s. What? Okay, I take that back. The, like I said, the Mozart stuff, if you go to old classical, like Masters things, yeah. those, yeah, absolutely. But if you're trying to listen to anything re- relatively new, anything in the current genre that you love to listen to. So I'll much say pop that, is, is built streaming service first. Uh, absolutely. It's designed it, you for. You can even get 320 kilobit MP3. Sometimes that's ap- it, hot, it, it the drives, highest quality. It drives me crazy. So yeah. I, I seriously, ever since I've received this, I've been using the, this with every single thing. I use it on my PC. I use it on my phones. The one thing I love about this is that it works with every every single device that I have, be it Samsung, be it whatever, it works. So there's no proprietary, you know, you can't run it here or whatever. It's real um, good. Amazon's I really like Helm stuff. And yeah, Helm's no. amps are phenomenal. Um, it does get a little bit warm, but not too hot. That was one thing that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, right. I, well, because you know, you're holding it like you're, you're moving the wires when you're sitting around and stuff. Oh, like no. That. I, you so I had to, to bring up tend- the same thing. If you're not prepared for it, like if you're used to like like an iPhone dongle. Oh, yeah. If you, no, if you really pinch and hold, you can feel that they're, they're, it, it is warming up. It, electricity is being pulled from the battery of your phone and is going through a exactly. tiny little chip and it's processing this audio. But when you step up to these nicer sticks, the Onyx gets warm. It is it is a a, a stick that is in your pocket and you mm-hmm. can feel feel it yeah what part of your pocket just jumped 10 What's, degrees exactly what is making your those earphones those headphones that you're wearing uh, sound so good um but yeah for this seriously uh with with the exception of having to basically use something a little bit bigger uh this definitely delivers on so many levels i just i've been yeah. wanting to push it to the to the best that it can perform because that's it's like you know think of it as like a, sh- a shift gear i've been basically stuck in gear two one and two yeah. work great I can't kick it into three with what I normally listen to, uh, but it definitely, yeah. So I'm, I'm so very many cool. of my favorite artists, even when they do offer like flack downloads, it's usually just CD quality. It so, is. It's mostly 44. Yeah. 40, uh, sorry, 24, 44 or 24, 48 at 48. best. Uh, yeah. 48. Yeah. So for me, it's been, uh, yeah, like I said, I've been enjoying them. Um, I'm also testing out an extra pair of headphones that I can't talk too much about. Actually, I can't talk at all about. Um, <laughs> but but to answer the question, I, I feel there's also a philosophy. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm in between paying for premium music services. Um, I, I was I was kind of on a, a little group family uh, family and friends that were all together on Title, and I kind of took a step back from Title. Um, 
I was looking at Spotify Premium because I was waiting to see what their hi-fi, the Spotify mm-hmm. hi-fi strategy was going to yeah, be. That, and hopefully we'll still see that in the next couple of weeks. I was going to say, yeah. We do have, um, I, I mean, obviously I have Amazon Prime, so I can do... Um, it it Amaz- doesn't have all... Yeah, it doesn't Amazon use Music, of- but it's not the Amazon Music HD. So I was about to say, yeah. So it, it's a weird... Yeah, it's like you get some, but you don't get all... Uh, I'm doing the trial, one month free trial on the yeah. Amazon HD because I'm still paying for... Um, What's it called? Uh, play music, which mm-hmm. I I like. I really wanted to get better quality, but they, it's weird. Like Amazon, Amazon like they're has the farthest quality. behind right now. For the they're so behind. They, they yeah. their their selection is bigger. I say this much. They have much better selection because mm-hmm. they're leveraging YouTube. But the reality, audio quality wise, dude, no way. Like yeah. they're so and behind. You can hear it. Yeah, absolutely. The moment you turn it on, the moment you play this track off of Amazon, and you could you could feel like, oh my god, what am I listening to? Like it seriously sounds like you're in a room listening to speakers. Um, that's so what in, got me to stay on. There. Until, until I see what the pricing, because I think I'm leaning towards Spotify. Okay. If we see what they do with their hi-fi strategies. So when we see what Spotify hi-fi is, then I'm going to make the jump. But what I've been doing in the interim, any artist that is selling their content directly. At, directly at higher quality Mm -hmm. instead of my monthly subscription fee to one of these music services i'm buying an album or two and i'm backing it up on my nas and -hmm. that's accessible anywhere i have a data connection if i want to download a track or if i want to just play it directly if i've got really good data i can stream it's not the greatest solution but you know in this interim while i'm waiting to see how all of these streaming battles play out I've been trying to support more directly me going to spend the same amount on an album that I would have spent on a month of streaming. Obviously that is a different quantity of music, but to that artist, it's like, I just played their album a million times. Times Exactly. Cause that's how the, much they just got the, paid the, the, off of the share. Yeah. The cost, the, the cost share for revenue uh, process is so bad that it you really so don't bad. yeah that it, it literally because now it, everything is tre- geared towards streaming mm-hmm. i mean i remember back in the day when when streaming was viewed as like the uh like what is this what do you mean streaming no no buy the cds buy the records you need to have this media in your home and yeah. you know now like who buys i mean realistically who actually bought an actual physical cd unless there was a like a specific code or something that you needed to get. There's mm-hmm. no reason. Like I, 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 I got rid of all of my CDs. Everything is basically backed up digitally. That's the best way to do it. Um, so yeah, I, I, no, I'm I'm with you. I, I I do support some content creators and I do buy and I download the FLAC files. Um, it's it's a small selection though. And unfortunately, most of the music I listen to at EDM and dance doesn't ever come up in high quality. Other than like I said. Well, do you- Hold on. So if, if you like, I, I, I'm going to be so obnoxious because I've, I've you're going to go Daft Punk on, on my on, on me right no, now. Right? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, oh, okay, of course, Daft Punk. I mean, I've I was going to say they have yeah, no, they're in, they're twenty four ninety twenty four ninety six ninety six. Yeah, um, no. And I've been listening to. I that's one of the first things I went on when I was on Amazon because so their qualities right up. There. I want to put this out here because it's okay. kind of whiplash inducing. And and okay. again, if anyone's been on the Discord, they've heard me plug this so many times. If you like sort of dance, do you mm-hmm. enjoy mashups? You mean like when they're when they're sampling things from different kinds? Like yeah, you take like stems you, from from one song and you kind of smush it onto some uh, old school hip hop, and you kind of my tweak them so my stuff. my dance music isn't dance that in that sense. It's uh, basically EDM trance, techno, uh, Goa trance. 
Yeah, right, right. But, I'm but very again, much a in that level, but I but I do typically do listen to dance like um um Oh man, I can't remember the name of the guy. Um, Madion. Madion does amazing oh, okay. uh, mashups, and I love his mashups. So it's yes. Okay, I'm so, familiar so with the genre. Have, have you have you consumed uh, Girl Talk? Girl Talk. No, I'm not. Okay. So 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 talk. I would highly recommend. He I I think he stopped producing in like 2011 or 2012, but okay. his 2010 album All Day. Okay, I, I believe not. is still free to download in twenty four ninety six, okay. and it's and it's 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 like I said, it, it is some of the most whiplash inducing, classic hip hop and like early nineties or mid nineties one hit wonders uh-huh. that I've ever heard. Um, okay, it's 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 kind of insane. Like no no theme lasts for more than a chorus before he moves on to the next song, the next sort of background song layers on other like, you know, dirty hip hop and then just smashes through like another. And and it's like, it gets super eclectic. It's like Missy Elliott with the Ramones. I've, it's I just picked up the perfect. sorcerer piece of it. The uh, Yeah. I was listening. Oh, and then he actually does list all the tracks like, uh, yeah. Okay. Like okay. For yeah. No, every no, no, no. piece I, of the matchup. I got. I got. I got the site. I, well, I, so, I brought him up on YouTube. So, if you would like to test one of your decks, <laughs> well, actually, isn't the I, most beautifully I, I, I mastered, but it is yeah, twenty four ninety six. Hey, man! Anything that pushes beyond that forty four, which I've been stuck for, <laughs> stuck at for the last week and um, a half and, now. And and do you do you like um? This is this is so pretentious sounding, but do you enjoy Bach? So I do. Yes, I do enjoy some okay. nice classical. Uh, the organ fugue is actually one of my one of my. I'm, favorite, I'm pretty uh, sure you can still get it for free. But Kimiko Ishizaka, I've mispronounced her name. Yes, um, if, if you, you can't be- find her, I believe she's on Bandcamp. She it's just loving the, these variations on Bach piano concerto. I do have Bandcamp it's, actually. Uh, it's it's a woman it. on a beautifully mic'd grand piano. It is so simple. And you can you almost feel like you're sitting in the room with her. It is, is wonderfully she... recorded, I and can... and again, you can get it in insanely high quality. And it can you spell? Can you say still. the name one more time? Ishi what? Kimiko Ishizak. Oh. oh, you got her? No, no, hold on, Kimiko. I'm trying. I, I'm pretty sure I'm spelling her first name wrong. Uh, but if Kimiko? if you do the Bach variations, um, she should be on Bandcamp. And again, yeah. free. Yeah, free. Yeah. Just awesome. I'm on Bandcamp right now, so I I have the app. I I support a few artists on them as well. Uh, but I need to okay. Why am I getting music? Okay, so I, let me do this. I'll we'll we'll touch base on that one. I'll download hers right away after we're done. Hey, I don't so think that, I can share a link in the chat, but I can send it to you. I was about to say that's what that's the easiest way we could do it. We could definitely uh, we'll so so I'll, yeah, I'll definitely it's so in the private talk, chat right now. But yeah, uh, uh, Girl, Girl like, Talk, the 2010 album he did called All Day. And then ah, here uh, it is. Kimi, Kimiko Ishizaka. I was spelling it wrong. That's why. Okay. Kimiko Ishizaka. Okay. And Bandcamp is actually one of my uh, one of my favorite applications. So too. It, band, it's Bandcamp and um, HD tracks. And I've I've bought so much to, uh, 24-bit audio off of those two. Mm-hmm. Um Again, it's it's it, it, until we see how these streaming services catch up. It, it, it is kind of funny just 
the long way around that we've come to just getting clawing our way back to CD quality audio. You see Zach uh, Cohen, and she's in Germany, so let me follow her as well. I want to make sure to follow her for all the stuff. Like, okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bach open uh, Goldberg variation, piano, 998. Oh, wow. She has a whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, th- this this was like, a, I believe she did some sort of crowdfunding yeah, to yeah. do and the, the most accessible, highest quality uh, transfer that she could. So the whole point of it is she she fund she raised funds for the production and the recording simply so she could put this entire album out for free. I mean it's it's a it's a huge labor of love. Um she is an extremely talented pianist. She worked with a great producer to to put it all together. I I can't say enough nice things about this and this is one of my benchmarks now for when I'm listening to audio. I, like there there are moments like when you really have your audio chain in place and it's quiet and you're really mm-hmm. focusing and listening. It's like you can almost feel her breathing as she's performing. The no, the, 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 the recordings are so beautiful. This style of music is what I listen to when I want to be creative. There's there's music you listen to when you just want to drown things around you. There's things to give you energy, but there's things that you know you want to induce that creative side of your mind. Um, and I feel like this like music usually just uh, just puts you in that right focused level that you mm-hmm. could just sit down, think and try to be more creative and try to figure out some ideas and how to basically make things work or move things in a different direction. So, yeah, no, I, I found her. So I made sure and I followed her as well. Uh, so yeah. I'll definitely make sure to download that. stuff. I'm on her yeah, mailing list. She she sends me emails from time to time. She's pretty cool. <laughs> I like it. I like it. One geeking out. See, this is the this is the audio week. This is literally yeah, the week that we really talk is. about audio. I've been nerding out so hard. Absolutely. Um, but also from JGJ, I don't know how to pronounce it. What is, is, do you say Kobuz or Quobuz? Um, I just started looking through their catalog too, and it looks phenomenal. Not that um, camps. Oh, it's another uh, sort of, uh, uh, high quality. yeah, Kobuz, yeah, Kobuz, probably Kobuz or something. Yeah. Q-O-B-U-Z. I literally do not know how to say the name of that company. It's okay. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, don't. No. Seventh and hot dads, uh, full discography for seven dollars. Cobus, yes. Oh man, no, I know this. This is the thing. Um, for me, it's it's all about elevating your existing experience and how do you improve your your audio by just literally adding one small piece of hardware to the existing lineup that you're already there. So that was my my initial. That I think that's the angle that I'm trying to go in with this uh, with with the deck, and it's because it's so small. It just reminds me so much also of the the one that we got with. Um, the Razor 2, remember that yep. the DAC that we had? That was also a decent one, although this one is much, much better. Good. That was pretty good. I mean, for, for an included DAC, um, that was a USB-C. That, that, they wanted to meet the, 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 the one next that still breaks my heart is the, the Pixel DAC. The first generation oh, the Pixel original. DAC was so I, I, much better. I know I have one, but I don't know. I don't know which one it is. I can't even figure out. I got to dig so, up all my DACs or my so little I've got dongles. Three now between all of like the different Pixel phones and buying a replacement and then finding one of my old ones. So I I got blue Sharpie and like Mark. dimpled dots on it. So like that's the one that does the good sound. <laughs> Absolutely. So. All that tech just joined us as well. Hey man, hey, doing well. what's up, buddy? Um, he's selling actually his, uh, his gal, no, his, his tab S seven, I think if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, these tech reviewers, all they do is buy product to trash them and then return and sell the products. And it's just always a, a bias and uh, always, always. I'm over the haters. <laughs> 
yeah, no, but no, it's it's not. It's very nice to see you, man. Hope you're doing well, Ron. <laughs> <seems injured. laughs> Sorry, I'm I was being snarky. T- I know. TK delivered the actual uh, very, very the warmer welcome. Uh, this, this is this is uh, I forget what's his name. Remember that one uh, one um, uh, Keenan Peel uh, skit with uh, Obama? You <laughs> get <laughs> <laughs> right. the translator. I'll be the, I'll be the the podcast's anger translator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, mean? I'll be the anger translator. Oh no, wait. Oh, yes, I, yeah, I'm the one who has to translate <laughs> it down to the regular folks. You could just speak your. Th- I forget the name of the guy, uh, the character. I obviously, I know now. it's Kenny Peel, but uh, I miss that show so much. Oh my god, they're so good. I mean, obviously, they've moved on, and now we have the director. Obviously, you know everything going on with that. Uh, they, you know, oh hey, uh, Andrew's in there as well. I hope you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of a segue. Let's just shift the conversation a little bit more towards uh, as well as some of the other things going on this week. Um, as you probably already know, there was an announcement. And I think LFA has a has a pretty good point that I typically get for some reason a lot of the Chinese brands uh, earbuds, uh, like Honor, and I, I think uh, I actually even have the Amaze Fits, uh, the the new Amaze Fits Pro. I asked uh, about those. Yeah. So, like I said, I have enough buds to literally quit smartphones for a week and a half, maybe two weeks of just consistent bud Every day. review. I can I can do enough uh, that much damage, and I may end up having to because I'm a little bit backlogged. Um, like the P3s, I've had them for some time, and I, I I I was hoping to make a video right away on the launch, and then it hit up with something else. Um, mm-hmm. But the overall, I, I'll have to say this: most of the buds that we get right now, around the hundred bucks, are very there. There are tailored experiences, and each one will carry certain features that the other may not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like it sounds like I think so far the TCLs are more of a good, well-rounder that I haven't been able to see others. I don't have the S600s, and in, in my review package, I think. I didn't get that. Um, uh, a few people did. No, the, I, they, uh, they didn't come in the in the press kit. Um, oh, okay. They they well, uh, they got a limited number, and again because I used to be no, no. some audio guy, they sent them out. But I, I, when, absolutely, they sent them to the right people. That's what I'm trying to say. But I, uh, but what I was trying to say is, I need to get them in your hands because I think you'll dig them. I and and I think we need. Well, we we need to also kind of hang out again. We haven't seen each other since the last time I was at the uh, the, the the gadget lab. For sure. Well, I, I really feel like not next week, but maybe one of these weeks coming up, we should look at uh, like taking taking the show out for like an evening outdoor. Yeah, yeah that, I like it. Could be kind of fun. So. Sit down and hopefully the weather will be perm- better than what we have today. We're running through another heat wave again in Southern California. <laughs> ever yeah, uh, it, we were running at 105 uh, for a good part of the day today. So it was yeah, it was crazy. I was just uh, indoors all day. Uh, um but uh, the other thing that I wanted to kind of cover as well, which I did push out a, a couple of videos, I did live stream mm-hmm. unboxings, which surprisingly were satisfying. I like live streaming. It's weird. Yeah. Um, the engaging part, the active part, the conversational part. Um, so I, we did that on, on Tuesday morning, no, uh, on Wednesday morning, right before the guy was here to install the AC. And I was hoping to do the Arabic mod one version of it, it right after, but then he stayed so late it, it ended up being the wrong time. So I redid that this morning. Aditya was nice enough to jump on it. Um, the Poco X3 GT was announced, the uh, officially unveiled as uh, an interesting device. It's a very interesting, uh, like I would say, a tailored experience, mm-hmm. but for two ninety nine with 5G, yeah. the Dimensity yeah. 1100. Mm-hmm. Um, large display, 5,000 milliampere battery, 67 watt charging. I got excited mostly because of the how how inexpensive it is and what it's offering. It's like that combo that that typically makes it so good. Like you feel like they're losing money just putting that phone out. I feel like, uh, but it is something that we could we get to enjoy at, at least. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I feel like the, the Poco conversation has remained pretty consistent. At absolutely. Oh, man. Being very wallet friendly. Uh, well, not only that, I love I love their unboxings because they tend to include extra stuff. So um, they drop shipped me. They drop shipped the package. I got it on Monday um, and, and they gave me a locked suitcase. OK, so it was one of those things like I get I get a James Bond experience. I was like, this is the case. Uh, enjoy. So they gave me the case. They didn't give me the code at the time. I had a case that was locked. So I was like, who sent That's this? hilarious. So, I mean, I kind of was expecting the phone. So just to be honest, right. but I didn't know if it was this them or this was somebody else. So uh, on Tuesday, they gave me the code. I looked that up and stuff. And then sure enough, obviously it was the X3. So I was really excited. So we did that unboxing. We did that. But I feel like this is one of those things like TCL did it really nicely with the backpack, with all the little things. Um mm-hmm. And I'm used to things like this, even with LG. LG always did a very nice press kit. Um, nothing against other companies that, that typically obviously send us the phones. I'm definitely very yeah. appreciative of it. It was fun. Um, I got some really, really wacky Poco <laughs> hat. I got a shirt uh, that is way too tight on me, but I, I, I wore it for a picture only. And that's it. I took <gasps> it off. It was one of those tight ones. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, uh, okay, I, I, I will take the picture. Take the picture now. <laughs> um, it was it's definitely fun the experience is very cool xiaomi does that also sometimes um when i think was it the mi 11 first came out that they did the whole movie stuff so it was fun that that was i think those are the things that kind of i made i was enjoying and the live aspect was the fun part about it yeah i did one in arabic which was also kind of like my one of my first initial or like purposely done unboxing in arabic and i was i'll be honest i was a little bit um anxious about that one because I, I although i speak arabic and i understand the language very well uh the technical terms are not very well uh, i'm not very well versed in them like my, my right. arabic videos have a lot of mistakes that i cut out let's just say that so <laughs> i had to do it I, we had to do it live we did it live this morning and it was pretty good um i got the blessings and i got the thumbs up for my mom so i think i did well <laughs> that's good uh, yeah the parents but, to, but uh, again when when see this is the thing that that always kind of bugged me working for another outlet Mm-hmm. is they would try and recreate the excitement when when you genuinely buy something or or let's say a company sends you something and it's really well presented and that's exciting and you can't capture that and make a video producing that and yeah. i've always hated doing unboxing first impression videos cuz you're trying to act hype but when you live stream and you're getting the immediate feedback and it's, it's kind live. of a bit more of interactive and, and you're discovering and you get to kind of talk about what you're discovering in real time. That to me feels legit. Like that to me yeah. feels like something that that can genuinely be fun for uh, people watching and mm-hmm. for, for the person that's kind of producing it. So, I mean, I, I so rarely get to like set up all the elements right stage it properly and and shoot it live I mean, do yeah. it live so that people can participate so I, I i very rarely go back to like fake the the excitement of trying to unbox something i i know i'm, I'm being a little so I, I think unboxing to a certain point have have lost their i mean the reality the matter the surprise nowadays is basically when you hear about that hey there's no charger in the box like what <laughs> yeah. Did you just say no charger in the box with a thousand plus dollars? Yeah. So that's the surprise you're getting. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think it, the the reason why I enjoyed it more was the fact that it was 
that experience. It, we just, you know, going through it and checking out what the, what the, uh, what the content was, you know, what we get there. And then of course the, the you know, obviously there's a lot of information on the device and you're not the only one unboxing it. It's not going to be like, you know, uh, but I wanted to have it fun. I wanted to do it kind of like a spontaneous thing. And, and literally, I, do, I typically don't do live unboxings. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, we have the live setup. I, I, I can go live almost any time and any minute. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. Did it in two different sp- languages, and I didn't want it to cross them. And it, I think I may, <laughs> depending on the experience, it may end up being something that kind of comes up every once in a while, uh, depending on the packaging. If it's exciting and something that I feel like people, like you said, would be engaging or engaged in, and sure. we can discover those, uh, that may be something. And uh, and of you course, Aditya was kind of uh, back. <laughs> it's always in the chat. I love it. Even in the Arabic channel, he was there. I don't think he oh, understood what I was great. saying. He was there. Oh, I just noticed uh, Jeff had to jump out. I, he's probably already gone, but good night, El Jefe Reviews. Good night, sweet my friend. Pre- yeah, my man. Uh, and I, and I, I, I wish you, you sweet nothings uh, in, in your near future. <laughs> in your near future. Um, I, I really do feel like I should play more with live, but I keep working myself up and then something will like kind of suck the wind or the momentum out of that flow. Mm-hmm. I was this close to streaming my first playthrough on the new Contra. Something that I kind of want to get back to. What games have we been playing? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of a thing too. Uh, Hopefully when Steam Deck starts shipping at the end of the year, I'll actually have one and I can chew through this I was watching some content library. I am kicking myself for not ordering. I'm, I'm starting to see some of the more, no, more the gaming mechanics that they're implementing in, in, in the actual steam deck, not just necessarily, you know, point and click. Yeah. So I'm hoping and, and all I'm of that kind of comes out. Hoping it seems unlikely in the near term, but I'm hoping um, that GOG, that good old mm-hmm. games and Epic games, Epic yeah. will start looking at ways to, bring their game stores over to steam deck without having to install windows would be really cool i know that's a big challenge that would be epic for epic, something my it would yeah, no. it so would anyway I, I was i was this close i, I or mean at like least I was bring the plugging. library allowing it to be on on right. uh, steam yep mm-hmm. um but I, I was this close I had the cable plugged in. I had screen share up. I, I mm-hmm. had OBS set and I, I stopped myself for streaming the new Contra. And I'm kind of glad I did because, because it's awful. And, and I just don't want to spend that much time live streaming my disappointment. I, I, the last time I did that was with that terrible mobile port for Command and Conquer. Where mm-hmm. it could have been a good game, but EA wrecked it with all of those stupid microtransaction, cooldown clocks, energy permission, mm-hmm. buy more currency in game with five yeah. different materials. And they did it to Contra. So first of so all, it's... the game mechanics suck. If you've ever played Dead Cells on a touchscreen, mm-hmm. it's like playing Dead Cells on super hard mode, but you can get a feel for it. Like the game plays so well for a touchscreen platformer action mm-hmm. you know a roguelite all that stuff contra feels like you're like smushing your screen to like control an unresponsive mule like it, it it's it's not contra contra depends on like the twitchiest of razor wire mechanics but they've had to like dumb down the mm-hmm. threat so so first of all you have an energy you have a life bar mm-hmm. 
because there's no way to be that precise. There's no way to be contra precise on a touchscreen. And then they do that thing where the 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 on road just to start playing takes forever. It's like a half hour as you're going through like the basic tutorial. This is how you move your character back and forth. And oh, your wow. right thumb controls the direction that you shoot. And you're like, this is this is awful. And and then when you finally get through your first mission, it's obviously stupid easy. And they dump you into all the background management of, well, you get a certain number of gems. And then these gems, you can also buy jewels. And these jewels, you can get a, a pack of a thousand jewels for a hundred dollars. And then with your jewels, you can buy guns. And with guns, you can improve your mission stats. But then you have energy. If you have run out of energy, you can't do your missions. And you're like, I, I, I it's awful. It, it's it, not it, that it's, good it's, looking. It's and if the you worst just go part back of, to the uh, Super Nintendo Contra, it's all around a better game. That, that that sucks that i i it sucks when 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 the company feels like this is the direction they want to take the game especially when they want to try to bring it into a new platform to to make it such a play to play so play to win play to play to have fun even to a certain point i i would imagine because it just reminds you pretty much of how i mean one of the things i have with db legends right now is if you're trying to build up yep. anything in any kind of a certain number of speed you do need to buy those chrono crystals which ends yep. up becoming like the same situation same thing i had with marvel future fight exactly yeah, it, it's it's a weird like it, and don't get me wrong i like it it's because it's the only decent dragon ball game on the market right now um but it's still, yeah, it, it's a it's a big challenge because otherwise you have to end up basically, you know, meeting certain uh, daily tasks and you know right. playing every day and doing all of that just to be able to get those crystals so you can actually rank up and play against some but of those harder games. There's something so criminal about an energy cooldown clock on Contra. Contra yeah. was the original live die repeat, live die repeat, live die repeat. I mean, before roguelites and and everything were as popular as they were today, mm -hmm. Contra was the game that trained your muscle memory. Like the only way you could survive was dying over and over. Dying, and over dying. And over yeah, and it's over like again. Groundhog Day. You you learn and, by repetition. And 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 to to turn Contra into uh well you ran five missions and now you're out of energy would you like yeah. to buy some more energy so you can oh, keep you running your mission you're like screw you this is exactly i mean again i cannot advocate for someone downloading from you know disreputable sources you know pieces of software that can be run through programs that replicate the old console experiences mm. but i get why someone would turn to that if they wanted a good Contra experience because the new Contra game ain't it yeah. at all. That's uh, oh, I'm sorry. well, you know, I mean, so at the end of the day, obviously this may not, it may not have been the title to jump into, but you know, hopefully the next one would be, uh, I think it's a good experience to try to go through it. Um, you know, kind of like how Trish used to do it with uh, some of her game streams. And I feel like that's a little bit more, I feel like that's also very engaging with the audience too. So that's, so, I think she's very much an engaged, sure. um, uh, creator, especially on her shows on Fridays, but with the games, that's essentially what it is that, you know, you want to take the people, the, the follow, you know, the people that are on the channel and so on, um, take them with you on that experience. So sometimes it'd be good. Sometimes it's not, but very true. And, and so really what I got to do is I, I really need to make it more regular mm -hmm. because with the except all, I, I think I've got about a 50% hit rate right now. Okay. All right. I start it, cause I've, I've only streamed a handful of games, like maybe a half dozen games. And I genuinely loved playing through Thumper. I genuinely loved playing Alien Blackout. It's, mm -hmm. you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's really Five Nights at Ripley's, you know, mm -hmm. like 
I, I, I genuinely enjoyed that, but I, I put them so few and far between that I have just as many misses. And, and again, I, I don't know what it was, but as soon as I started getting into the menus on Contra, I started getting those flashes of Command and Conquer. And oh. if you catch that video, it's 45 minutes of, of me trying to get into this game. I think I played three rounds. And, and again, when you're a noob, those rounds are super short. And all the rest of it is resource management and microtransactions. And by the end of it, I was I, I was almost crying. Like, this is one of my all-time favorite game franchises. And you've 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 done this so poorly. I was so upset. Like I had to stop the stream. Like, I can't do another mission. This this is this is making me too upset. And yeah. I don't know what it was. It was like I was starting to get that vibe before I, I pushed go on Contra. And you're like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't cry on stream for Contra. <laughs> you know? I, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. And keep, so I keep, played around. Keep that for the OnlyFans, man. Keep that for the OnlyFans for the After Dark show. Come on. That is a I... very specific fetish for people out there. Um, <laughs> a tech YouTuber playing video well, games tech, and crying while playing. Tech YouTuber cries over his favorite game for <laughs> uh, You know, don't, don't, don't mock it, man. I'm sure there's a subreddit for that. <laughs> I could be making so much bank on that. I just have to ruin my own mental health. Um, but again, it's like I had to pull the plug. And, and a half hour in, a half hour in, I was like, okay. This is exactly what I didn't want to be in the middle of publicly yeah. discovering this type of game mechanic. And it, it, I, I hated that I was right. I wanted to be wrong. I'm sorry about that, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's a, it's a decision, but it, it seems like you did the right decision. Unfortunately, you still got frustrated. You just, you weren't on camera and, yeah. and, and it will not live online for the rest of you know eternity. Um, speaking of eternity, actually, uh, not that I want to segue too far back, but did you that our podcast new... is starting to feel like it's taking eternity? Is that... <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say about eternity uh, that the eternity into eternity. Oh yeah. Uh, did you catch the new uh, He Man, uh, the Masters I'm, of I'm, the Universe? Uh, I'm three show. episodes in, and, and okay, I don't so... want to get too into specifics, but I like the show. I I feel they did a horrible job of advertising it it's not at well advertised but it's also uh well i can't talk too much specific it, it's definitely a very good reboot let's just say that i'll start by saying if you were anywhere a fan of the original series for sure this feels so organically the same starts off in that right realm again with all of the characters mm -hmm. that you we know we low and we know and love um but yeah, Netflix is absolutely not. I mean, they, they you have it in there. It, I think I saw it one time, maybe as a as a rolling ad on one of the videos I was watching. But I think it was very, very poorly advertised, um, and it was on the top ten list for, for a very, very mm -hmm. short time. I think it kind of also dropped because they're not talking about it. So, uh, so this is what I I think is so upsetting, and and I am not one of those people who is going to complain about. I can be in really cagey here. Um, the focus <laughs> of case, the show. In case you haven't watched it, yeah, we're not trying to make, we're not trying to make it into a spoiler show. Also, because uh, I finished and Juan is only three in. Yeah, again, so I'm, I'm I'm also purposely pumping the brakes because I don't want the end of this to be <laughs> spoiled. Um, but 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 it, Luke Skywalker as Skeletor. Yes, that's the big twist. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry, I needed you. To, I didn't want um, you to know. No, but but it's it's frustrating because I kind of feel the marketing department leaned so heavy on nostalgia 
for guys my age. Oh, like, yeah, this is absolutely a show right? for us. Yeah, Omar wanted, wanted to watch it. And he's make, like, eh. But they didn't make that show. They marketed that show, but they mm-hmm. made something more contemporary and, and with a very interesting sort of kink to the very beginning of how this story kicks off. Very, and I feel yeah. if they had prepared their audience in any way for what the 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 adventure was going to be, mm-hmm. it would probably be receiving less backlash because it is a very well produced show. Oh, but it would have it would have had to have suffered. Uh, oh, they're trying to make like a like a an SJW woke version of He Man. Oh, I don't want to watch that. So it would have gotten slammed before it went live but i think so many more people would have been prepared for what it really is because the trailers aren't what no. this show is yeah it, i it took me by it took me a second when i started to watch it but I, so here's the thing when i when i started to watch the show when i decided to start watching it because it's it's not that many episodes i think it's a it's a decent weekend uh binge watch kind of thing um I I decided to basically, with the understanding that there's some people that may, you know, on the fence on it, I just basically just shut everything down and I said, look, I'm going to watch it from the beginning to the end regardless because it's not like I'm paying for extra for it or anything. Um, and I'm going to basically then make my opinion of it. And I think at the mm-hmm. end, by the time I, w- I was done with the story, um, I understood the direction that they're going with. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit kind of wondering the direction, why, what, what, where, it, because it's weird. Um yeah, sorry. This, now I'm going to get into specifics. The <laughs> the the storyline, the storytelling, the detail, the graphics yeah. are absolutely great. Um, the animation is a, a lot of you. A lot of your favorite characters are all all are in there. So that for that part, yes, they're they're feeding into what we grew up with. You know, Grayskull, uh, Skeletor, He Man, uh, you know, uh, Grincher, and all of that. Basically, uh, even um, Mork. Not Mork. Uh, that's Mork. Wrong show. Um, <laughs> oh man Mork. i know i said more because like mindy is gonna come right after that uh it's that show it's he-man mork and mindy did you not remember that series for sure you know he walks in there uh no i, I forgot the name of the uh the little guy um oh, man anyways short answer it, it was a fun sh- it is still a fun show yeah. uh, to watch my son didn't get it uh he didn't i tried having him watch some of the original uh, he-man stories uh the cartoons and it was just not um gory enough because you know people didn't really get hurt in the original show uh he yeah it's kind of like watching the parachute always make it out of a gi joe explosion yeah it's like watching yeah everybody makes wait a minute they blew up a submarine why does it have a parachute yeah i get it they're that that safe in the gi joe Joe no no it is it is they're very uh Um, (laughs) watching i believe i believe the name you're looking for is orco orco yes 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 sorry the little magician guy Yes, he is. Uh, we we get we get to see him as well. We get to see some of the other storylines going on. Uh, and, and so there, there, is, there, there is this so, modernist yeah. twist where the original He Man, especially if you've ever seen, um, there's a great episode of the Toys That Made Us. Um, oh my god, Netflix, I love that show so which is much! Great. And and the episode absolutely. on He Man, yeah, is awesome. Uh, Masters so, of the so Universe, and how we can all together. admit that this is absolutely an example of '80s toy commercialization and marketing to kids. That's that's if you loved He-Man like I did when I was a kid, that's where this comes from. We 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 don't need we don't need that kind of spelled out for us. We get it. Yeah, we, we know what we're watching is a giant toy commercial. And so it, again, it's it's interesting that this this new series, if it's a mini series or if they're going to do more seasons, I don't know. 
I really um, hope they do. I really especially hope they off do. the back of She-Ra because I didn't watch a lot of She-Ra, but so Omar um, finished the new She-Ra. She-Ra. Yeah, the new She-Ra. So weird enough, Omar liked She-Ra more than when then we were watching this. Yeah, then especially than than this one because it doesn't focus. Like I said, it's it's building up on storytelling. It's building his. It, it the, the structure of this. But again, the name of the show is She-Ra. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I no. feel you get more what is promised to you. Exactly. So they delivered what <laughs> She-Ra show. and what She-Ra that, and she goes out and she kicks ass and she's awesome and all of that good stuff. That's what you got. Uh, this one, I walked into it. Um, man, it's just we're gonna be coy all around. Like I said, I walked yeah. into it expecting one thing. The storyline starts kind of with it, but then it takes a hard turn left and just drives straight. Um, and so I feel like She-Ra did a better job mm-hmm. of celebrating. Again, it's a modern, it's a modernist story involving Absolutely. She-Ra characters, but it, it felt still more of a proper continuation of what She-Ra was. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the He-Man almost feels deconstructionist. And if you didn't like the Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie mm-hmm. where I loved it for it being a deconstruction of Star Wars tropes, mm-hmm. but not for being good Star Wars canon. This He-Man is starting to feel, I think I'm three episodes in this three episodes in. That's what this is feeling like. Let's take apart something nostalgic and we're going to kind of explore all the pieces of it, but it's not really doing he-man it's taking the he-man mythos apart piece by piece very much very much and if you're not into that that feels that feels like someone trying to harm a childhood memory not celebrate a childhood memory like i said that's why i when i when i started it i decided i was like wherever whatever i feel about it whatever i'm thinking I'm just going to go through the whole thing because it makes no sense for me to judge it from the first, second, or third episode. Yeah. You have to watch the whole thing, and I, and I will no, have I'm, to... I'm I'm down for the ride, but I'm down yeah. for the ride in the same way that I liked the Ryan Johnson Star Wars. I'm I'm getting that feeling. It's not exactly the same. I, I if I I think it's going to end up being a more successful overall story. Um, oh, absolutely! Than I think the Ryan Johnson the, the... Star Wars, but I I just it, I feel it's of a similar vibe. It's someone who was such a passionate fan of '80s pop culture is re-examining it from a modern perspective and is trying to update the tropes of what makes that story function. And Absolutely. it's hard. Not, and and it's that. not just recreating an 80s show with updated graphics. And I think because, that's what you, you need to understand that that's not what this is. And, and, yeah. and I don't know that you can do that with an established IP. Like, I think if you take something like Stranger Things, mm-hmm. you can pay homage to wonderful 80s storytelling and putting kids in terrible danger and dealing with monsters and demons and stuff. But if you had just tried to make the Goonies again, it wouldn't work. No. When essentially you've made the Goonies, but just because you didn't call it that, we're willing to go with you on a totally different kind of have, and and, and of you story. got me sucked in and I kept making me wait for the next season that it just I don't know when know. and whenever it's just <laughs> killing me. But no, I, and what kills me more is because of the the, current, the situation and everything kind of going on, all these kids are so much older now. The yeah. leap in age between the characters we last saw when they were leaving uh leaving town um is going to be so different. <laughs> you, but, know, you know what? Season, we're, what 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 I think could be kind of interesting. And I hope someone on this production team is savvy enough to do this well. We could, they've aged up just enough that 
you could jump the story into the very early 90s. Oh, absolutely. If they could do that, that would be that and that would make sense for the story so much how more. How great would it be to go from 80s tropes in sci-fi 90s. and horror films to 90s tropes in oh sci-fi and horror yeah. films? That so I'm, be... I'm 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 cautiously anxiously optimistic, <laughs> anxiously for, the optimistic. Next, uh, for, for the next Stranger Things. So yeah, I I didn't want to the, the derail the show and make it sound like into you know what's your favorite eighty show? Let's talk how they changed it. Uh, uh type of a, a kind of a commentary. <laughs> well, but but Stranger Things is almost perfect because like the first season is almost more like Alien in kind of it, that that absolutely. body horror, exactly. and the second season is more like Aliens with all the little uh, demo. The, de- uh, the, demi- the demigorgons and all the, all the different yeah the demi yeah no uh we're big big uh you know uh, uh stranger things here and we're all waiting for it um and i will also say just to dave burns i'm with you i always like to take a hard right whenever possible but this show definitely took a hard left um you know and out of nowhere <laughs> so it's, it's one of those because i saw dave's yeah. comment it was like that no i i typically I, if I, i'm lost i take a right and i, and That's I hate my saying direction. that I, I hate saying that normally because like Let's say you watch a movie and someone goes, oh, but there's a great twist. You've ruined it. The, the whole point of a twist is that it should take you by surprise, not you should be looking for it the whole time. Like when is the, but, when is the twist going to hit you? Yeah. But I kind of feel like the, in, in this case, it's a little bit more warranted if folks haven't seen the show to say things like the trailers don't do a good job of selling the show that it is. And, and I think it's because they don't feel like I, I, I'm worried that I think the production or the PR companies that are putting together all these uh, the bits, they're worried that if they they share what the story is going to be, they lose the nostalgia, it'll, it'll that, that pull. Turn right? people up. Exactly. What, what yeah. got me into it, I'm not going to lie. What got me into it was I, I wanted to see what they were going to do with the Masters of the Universe. Wait, what is He-Man going yeah. to do next? Yeah. Um, and that was what got me in. And, and, and they get you off on the right on the right foot when you first get in. Um, and, and, and again, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad ra- ride. It, once you get through this, once you understand what's going on, I truly believe that you would enjoy the co- the storytelling that they're going through. You'll start co- uh, uh, empathizing and working with the characters and seeing exactly all the different challenges and things that they have to go with, which is typical to what you see in, in any story. Um, yeah. But it is because, like you said, it's advertised as... Um, a He-Man, Masters of the Universe. You're thinking He-Man and Skeletor, you know, and then everybody helping them and all of that good stuff. Um, and, and there are some changes and there's some development there that they're trying to do with a story, like you said, not recreating your 80s favorite yeah. cartoon, but taking it to the next level, which again, uh, I do hope that they continue. Um, and I hope that they're... And, yeah. and I don't want to spoil things, but it's not even next level. It's it's taking it on a tangent. It, it's, I, I, it, I'm trying to be coy. That's that's really yeah, what I meant to say. But, yeah, but, it wasn't but what I mean really. is it's 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 taking you sideways through the world and exploring these ideas. Different and, aspects and it's very of the world that nobody talks about. Exactly. Yeah. Th- this is extremely sophisticated. It's way more sophisticated than He-Man has ever been. But mm-hmm. it it's not. I don't know. Again, it's it's sci-fi fantasy barbarians and swords and magics and spaceships and lasers and and. It was built to sell toys, so now they're trying to look back and come up with the foundation of a more cohesive storyline. And and I feel like that's what's kind of jarring for a lot of people that mm-hmm. um, aren't aren't enjoying this and are taking to the internet to air their grievances. JGJ starting to watch Frasier uh, on the. I'm actually uh, power driving <laughs> through uh, Community right now on Netflix as well. Community so. is a good times. I, I'm. I, oh, I think my. I'm gonna 
fire up another run of uh, Parks and Rec. Parks. Oh yeah. So so I got Parks and Rec next. So I've been going because I so I got into Community a little bit late uh, when when the seasons were going. So I got I enjoy I love Joe McHale, uh, but I wanted to kind of see how the origination kind of started with the different characters, Abed and all of them, all that good stuff. So for me, I I enjoy Community and. one of the things I love about the Tesla is you can watch Netflix anywhere. Hey. So yeah, I, I I'm charging my car. I'm waiting for my son to finish karate. Uh, you you I'm, own I'm, one of the world's most expensive TV streaming sticks, and it, I I, I attached the car to my tablet, my friend. See, that's yeah. the level of commitment I have. Um, just a it. just a quick personal anecdote, Steve DeRoche, yeah. um, talking about the reboot reboot at my old talent agency. We used to rep uh, Michael Benyar, uh, who was the original voice of uh bob in the first reboot and that was one of the few voice actors when i first started working there that i got real like twitter pated like mm-hmm. oh my god you know you're in my, one of my favorite shows oh Sorry. my gosh yeah no keep talking this just one of the questions in the comments oh for sure the, yeah the dt7 so, so, um he's 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 a really cool guy um really fun to work with and I always felt like he kind of got robbed of because he would go to like conventions and stuff. I mean, Reboot has this like passionate kind of underground following still. And um, from what I understand, when they were originally trying to bring the show back, I think like eight years ago. Oh, wow. For some reason, one of the producers was just like, no, nah, we don't want to see him. We want to do something fresh. And like we couldn't even strike up a conversation on getting him back in the door. And that was hack. So I mean, it, it it it's this this roller coaster ride for reboot, which would be the perfect time to bring it back. You know, like mm-hmm. telecommunications era, digital, you know, computers and smartphones and and tablets and all this stuff. Like reboot could could be awesome again. But uh, believe it or not, uh, we we showed so we finally started to hit up some of those uh, rated R, not not massive bad rated R, but like you know the Matrix kind of rated R, yeah, um, content with Omar. And surprisingly enough. Matrix held up pretty well for him. Matrix like held he, up great. Like he yeah. he went through the whole trilogy and he was like, "Oh my god, I wait, I can't wait for the next uh, when's the next uh, movie coming out." Uh you know, he wants to watch the Animatrix and all of that stuff. And he he connected like, you know, when we saw the original Nokia and he's like walking around yeah. with the phone, I said, uh, "Just let me." I told him, "I said, just understand that back then that phone was the hottest thing on the on the planet." But but then Everybody- also even even not having to explain that the thing I love about the, especially the first matrix is how, how, what there's a word that I'm trying to find. It's not anachronistic, but it's something like that where they've got technology that's kind of in the wrong time. Mm-hmm. The world feels wrong. At one point you've got suicide door, like classic 1970s sedans. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got like flip phones. And then you also have like, you know, neural implants getting shoved into people's heads. So the world feels incorrect. Yeah. And I I, I don't think it was by design for how can we make this movie timeless, but it makes the movie timeless because the world is wrong. You know, the world is wrong. You know, that's not supposed to be what the real world is. And so it, it actually, I feel like it makes the movie so much more accessible Mm-hmm. So that you don't have kids like my my daughter is going to wonder, like, why don't they just all have smartphones? Like, why can't yeah, they just Google it? You know, like <laughs> the world preps you immediately that this isn't right. 
Yeah, and it's it, almost it, in a kind of horror movie kind of way. It's so well. Is, done. is the Google the Matrix? Matrix. Yeah, I didn't get that question at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, so he he watched it. There was a few parts I had to explain to him, but then in in its entirety, um, the I know kung fu uh, bit was show like me. Show, show me. And then he does, uh, and then you know the 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 bending and then the bullet the bullet time and all of that. I, the, the, I explained to him. I said this was ahead of our time when we saw it. Um, it was also one of the first movies that my wife and I first saw together. I think it was the second Matrix that I took her. It was the first movie we went mm-hmm. to the theater together. Um, it was So we have like, there's a lot of good things on it. So I, I think I was very happy that he got to enjoy it. Um, and we went through all three movies. Um, and then now I, I, I wanted to move on to Blade, but then I remembered Blade was a lot more, uh, yeah, more colorful. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, from the opening sequence where former porn star Tracy Lords gets like a spike in her forehead after a blood rave orgy scene in the first scene. That was the, might, yeah, the might want to give Omar the, uh, maybe next I'll, year. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait a little bit. We'll wait a little bit more on Blade. You uh, know, we, Marie and I just re- recently, it's so funny that you say that. Marie and I recently rewatched Blade and like it, it's 90s schlock action, mm. still pretty good. Uh, I no, don't I think don't, get don't enough I, credit for, I, for I'm, kicking I'm big, off the comic yeah. book movie uh, uh, fad. It, it's a it's definitely very it, and it's also the so just for reference the soundtrack for me was really good that that did the, the dance the track that they played the uh the one in the in the club that mm-hmm. was i was on that song for so long it's like trance techno it just feeds that's the level of like if i want to get like high energy that's the music i play heck yeah oh man so uh <laughs> so with that being said like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of other shows we're trying to go through uh we watched the first alien um, and then we're going to jump over to Aliens. Uh, we tried to watch so um, Predator, the, the original Predator. Uh, okay. But that he watched that and he was like a little bit too. It wasn't as exciting as as he thought he was going to be. He was more excited about Alien because it was more techie. The first Predator was with Schwarzenegger was, I think, is in the jungle, right? Like they were all like around mm-hmm. going on kind of. And it was a lot of... Um, like there's a few there's this one guy that just keeps you know cussing for the no no apparent reason like saying mm-hmm. bad words for no saying but he didn't get it as it wasn't as exciting for him uh because the predator was always hidden you didn't see him and then when you start seeing him there's that whole you know they cut him or whatever alien felt yeah, more you know what more that, that's futuristic. actually really fair uh you, you bring that up and i like I'm, I'm starting to get defensive and like i'm gonna pick a fight with your son or something like that <laughs> no <laughs> it, the predator actually is kind of a great time capsule movie like I was saying, like Ryan Johnson style movies, right? Yeah. I don't think necessarily intentionally, but what Predator did was end the 80s action cinema craze mm-hmm. where Arnold Schwarzenegger could take a rocket launcher and, and single-handedly destroy Too the sure. entire army of a South American military, right? <clears throat> Rambo. Yes, so, I know. Commando. Do you remember yeah, yeah, Commando? No, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's no, literally no. him, him, one Walking machine around. gun and a rocket launcher that we now use on Huawei cases because of the. What I meant to say cutout. is uh, Rambo and Command. Those are the those are the two shows that pretty much just you had the two main action hit. It yeah. was literally it was like a craze. That's all they did. It's and like Rambo was like one dude and a bow and arrow with grenades on them could take out the Russian military and save the. Uh, I forgot. I think it was so for me. I actually enjoyed more the uh, the parody movies of those. The hot shots. You're right. Hot, hot shots. You're right. So, so when you see so, Rambo stuff, I remember hot shots Bardot when he walked in there with the chicken. Uh, he's a little bow and arrow. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Predator right. starts out as one of those movies, and then all of those 
immortal, undefeatable, uninjurable action stars get taken out yep. over the course of this movie. The movie is literally taking those 80s tropes apart. Part. Yeah. And and graphically like skinning them alive till we get that, to this it, final showdown where yeah. it is like someone who has to outwit, not just, you know, get shot a whole bunch of times and shrug off these flesh wounds. Like he actually has to use his brain a little bit more mm-hmm. than your normal eighties action star. I mean, the end of commando is just two hulking dudes literally like slapping that's each other in the chest. That's what passed for fight choreography back then. Um, yeah. So I could totally understand where someone, again, someone like your son's age, if you don't have access to that 80s media and those 80s action films, like he doesn't you didn't understand grow up into that, yeah. you don't understand why The Predator was such a shock to moviegoers. It it maybe doesn't work today, but it, it should exist as a as a time capsule movie. It, def- that helps it should definitely exactly how we got into more futuristic action sci-fi. Absolutely. And but I also think it's because he started by watching Predator versus Alien first. So he actually saw a little bit more oh, action where the yeah. Predator was a main character. We start the story following the Predator. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it, it was and it's did just you see, the order did you see of this announcement that there's going to be like a Predator prequel. Really? So, yeah, I, 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 I've only read the headline. I didn't bother reading the story. This doesn't sound like a movie for me, yeah, but yeah. they're talking about making another Predator movie following the beginnings of the predator that came to earth in the first predator film, at least is the way that I understand so it. It's, it's going to continue that character. Okay. okay. It's not going to continue it. It's going to be the lead up to oh, a prequel to it. So how he, uh, like some of the backups. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I because it. what I always felt predator lacked was an in-depth, expository explanation of where the alien comes from and what mm-hmm. his motivations are yeah why why, why is he yeah. that's what makes an, an action horror film so exciting is sitting the audience down to just vomit exposition on you about the history of the monster yeah and that's uh, that's what makes it gooder Sorry, yeah, there was this where guns never run out of bullets, and, and you rank rank up ahead of the, ahead of the man body. when you got a minigun firing off into the jungle with unlimited ammo. Oh <laughs> uh, so man, true. man, man! I wish I had that one on Call of Duty. Let's just say that much. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd love the unlimited ammo magazines. You never run out. It, it's it's no, no, like I said. So for me, we, so I think was it uh, yeah, Gabriela is mentioning why don't we just go with uh, like you know Batman Begins and Predator. So we've done all the Batmans. Um, we've Pre- watched, Predator worked, and Predator was so exciting because it was kind of a shock. It it was very. It's a very different style, and I think it, it takes a, Omar, a hard turn at some yeah. point. And and if you don't understand why it was a hard turn, it's not successful. You making bigger, meaner predators doesn't raise the stakes because there's nothing shocking there's there's nothing surprising the 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 predator kind of depended on a mid-film twist Mm -hmm. that a lot of audience members weren't completely prepared for and it wasn't ruined for them and spelled out for them in the trailers and the trailers i was going to say yeah and the trailers uh, also back then were not very 
so the, the thing is, I think we, we need to maybe jump a couple of predators later to maybe catch him up a little bit to me more. It's the style that he's used, because remember, he he grew up in that post transition. So like you just said, he doesn't understand the pre prequel to it. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it's like selecting, like I think somebody was mentioning, what about Bond movies and so on? He, we've seen a few Bonds and they don't typically... They're good, but they're not movies that you know he'll sit in front of the screen. Alien, yeah. he was sitting in front of the screen the whole time. Like, and and I feel Alien being the sort of alien, progen- progenitor yeah. of of like that kind of flavor of sci-fi horror, and it is a gruesome and it is intense, but it's one of the few where I I feel like I I love those movies where people are really good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. And then something still happens where even though they're kind of doing the best that they can, circumstances still kind of run out of their control. And mm-hmm. Alien is one of those films where the differing motivations of all of the crew members, how they're working f- with each other in some scenes and working against each other in other scenes. It, it doesn't feel like any moment of that film ever hits that cliche of. Someone goes down into the dark basement with a candle, completely unprepared to fight the monster. Oh, no. Who could have foreseen that they would have gotten eaten? You know, like no one has that dumb moment just to satisfy the plot. No. And then you get Ripley. And Ripley is one of the all-time greatest cinema protagonists ever made, ever created, ever written. And so it, it, even though it's dated, the head on the table doesn't work. From the original Alien, like that looks hokey. The jump cut to um um I can't remember the name. He, a few scenes from the original Alien still got Omar. I'm I'm surprised. I was oh, thinking no, it wasn't the majority be of the film still works, but I mean, yeah, like yeah. you can point to a few cinema special oh. effects that don't hold up as well. Oh no no no! Special effects have uh, I've definitely the, improved. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, where the the on once in one scene you see a plastic, um, you know, very badly represented head on there, and then second scene later is suddenly the head is moving and it's active and it's live and it looks like he's really there and i'm like yeah. omar is like he said bad cg I said son that that's not cg yeah that's no, <laughs> not cgi yeah <laughs> it's not cg doesn't mean special effects like in the scene just before the cut i believe that was a paper mache that, yeah <laughs> so, it wasn't that wasn't even like a rubber no computer though, so. generated uh, yeah nothing <laughs> no computers there my son there was actually a guy in the back with paper mache yeah uh but I, like I said, watching these movies with them is like rewatching them for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kids do that and they bring that out out of life, which I think is one of the biggest experiences that you can have as a, as a parent. Man, when you go when, through when things. I sat, when I didn't think she was going to hang, but when Lex got through Last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. So I know, I mean, like she wasn't like, she, she's, she's like, five. Yeah. She's, she's not really like consuming this movie, but she hung for that whole film. She she was like amped with death death blossom, yep. Like, oh, daddy, are they gonna are they gonna get it? Are they gonna get it? Why doesn't why don't they push the button? Why don't they use the weapon? What is the weapon? What's it gonna do? And then when it starts spinning, it it was is that moment, and then it was also the moment where the Millennium Falcon flies back at the very end of Episode Four. You know, mm-hmm. just as Darth Vader's about to shoot shoot down one of the Tie That's... Fighters, I couldn't get a photo of Lex for Last Starfighter, but I have a photo of Lex um, for Star Wars. That moment where Han Solo comes back and she's holding her face and her eyes are wide. She's into the story. She knows what the stakes are. She knows Luke's about to get got. And she was upset when Han Solo didn't join them. 
Like she was in the story that much yeah. as a five-year-old to be like, but he's their friend. Why wouldn't he he help them? And then she sees the Millennium Falcon and she's on game back. And you're like, oh my god, that's exactly right. That is you, exactly. You, and, you but totally you totally got and, it. And you get and you have a and you have a that moment right there, a flashback as to right when you it. watch the movie. Yeah, exactly. You but that that's that's the beauty part about it. Like I said, that's why when I was watching we were watching Matrix, I was like, I was hoping this thing holds up and it holds up, at least for him. It wasn't so for good. me, I I'm a big fan. I I bought the original uh, Matrix DVDs. Mm-hmm. I'm not my, I'm not having I'm not gonna rebuy them again because I the original still work, but um we have HBO Max, which luckily had the 4K mastered edition of those. Oh, nice. So we got a chance to watch it in 4K, which I would have had to buy, you know, the whole 30, 40 bucks, whatever. This was included. It was beautiful. We got a chance to watch it again. So to me, it's, it was, um, it was, it was, it's a lot of fun. And we're, so like I said, we're still going through, uh, Bond movies are not exactly our, uh, his style. I mean, I, we watched them anyways, but I mean, it's not another movies we kind of look there, forward for, for us and with Lex, um, there, there's going to be a bit that we're going to have to explain about 1970s era misogyny for a lot of yeah, the Bond yeah. movies. There, mm-hmm. there's some, 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 um, it's just some, some troublesome things. But did you say that you had gotten through Aliens or? You... So we got, no. So we started Aliens. We didn't finish Alien. it. Uh, we we okay. finished Alien. Uh, so we we're in the, the point one... where Sigourney's going back and they're going on this the, the mission. one moment. I, I, I mean, because again, it's going to be a long time before we can let Let's Lex watch Alien. Um, I, I, I like. I cannot wait. You know, you, we we're talking about how excited we're getting to share these things with our kids. Yeah, yeah, of course. The moment Ripley shows back up in the power loader mm-hmm. at the end of the film is one of the my most anticipated movie moments to share with Lex across all of cinema. I I cannot point to a better moment earned by a character in any film. From the from the first alien to the second aliens, we we watch a female character who's written to be good at her job, who mm-hmm. people don't just say she's good at her job. She has to yeah. prove that she's mm-hmm. good at her job. The second film deals with tremendous amounts of loss, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, There's a lot of distrust of her. There's a questioning her abilities of what really happened. And and then also we get to see from her perspective just how much she is not along for this ride and is only doing it because of the circumstances that she finds herself in and the fact that she's now outlived her daughter because of the mechanics of of space travel in this film. And and they give her so many kind of like powerful woman moments in the beginning of the film but nothing is wasted and every single moment pays off Mm -hmm. so like when they try and show that she's tough and she can kind of hang with these marines and she gets in a power loader and she starts flipping the things around she picks up a box and like hey where do you want it in a modern film that would be it Mm -hmm. like it would just be a moment for her to brag but in aliens every single setup that they give ripley pays off and yeah. she's just not magically good at firearms and she can't just like fight toe to toe with the Marines, but they give her moments in the film where she's curious mm-hmm. and she talks to the Michael Bean character like, oh, no, show me how the rocket launcher works. If you're going to show me the gun, show me the whole gun, you yeah, know, like, exactly. So I, I can't wait. And so you have to tell me when when Sigourney Reaver comes out, delivers, get away from her, you bitch. 
I, it doesn't matter that how many times I've seen plate. the movie. Like I get goosebumps every single time that that scene. It's such a badass moment. It's a it's a badass moment. Yeah, you because it all comes to that point. You want her to be there. You want her to come back. You want to. Yeah, exactly. And they deliver. No, no, absolutely. So you got to tell me. You got to tell me. Like, like how how does how does he react? What does he do? Because that to me is is easily not not just like top five greatest. Like that is one of my all time favorite moments of cinema, Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to share something like that with Lex. When I saw how flipped out she got about Death Blossom, how flipped out she got about uh, the Millennium Falcon coming back in episode four, when she gets into a story, like she is, she is in it. And I can't wait to give her that, that Ripley moment with aliens. It's going to be probably like another eight years before we can (laughs) show it to her. So I need to live vicariously through your son. We will. We will. No, no, definitely. This is going to be one of our our, our movies this weekend. uh, Because they're a little bit longer than we typically want to set some time for it. So yeah, either tomorrow or I I, actually, what is it tomorrow? Uh, Tomorrow evening or Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Uh, It's, 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 it's a lot. It's one of those movies you definitely enjoy. Like I said, I was very happy that the first one did so well so that when oh, we started, yeah. we wanted to start the second one. Uh, it was getting late. <laughs> that was the problem. We finished the first one at around like oh. 9 30, 10 o'clock. And we Gary wanted the to Fire start Man. this. One. So the, the, the first Terminator might have some adult themes. In it, terms yeah, of... it did. We, we, we shut it down quickly, but we tried, Terminator we two, two was better. Um, because he has Omar already... seen that one yet? No, no. We started okay. watching. So we, we were wanted to start originally. So we started watching the original with, uh, with Arnold, and then we kind of shut it down a little bit. So we're jumping back on Alien for now, and then we'll come back. We've seen um, some of the later Terminators, uh, more of the more recent ones. Uh, so those, yeah, those are there's not as it just the storyline doesn't really typically you know it's just more about shooting and fighting and stuff, which he's seen a lot of. It's more about but the. I feel... uh, Terminator 2 is you is kind jump of jump over the... yeah so, no because I... it's it's the it's the fathering the child scene it's where the, st- in the first well, yeah, terminator flip, flip. that might it's be the opposite well there's that they have to build the, obviously John Connor the whole thing you know with uh, you know the whole there's the we, I think where we stopped was right around um where the terminator uh went to uh, sarah connor's roommate and when she was with the yeah, boyfriend that's right and that there po- was a yeah, bunch of 80s so we, doing yeah it, it was yeah. exactly so we just ended up basically yeah nope not this one uh so maybe because right. there's maybe, also maybe again there's the hotel the motel oh, sequence oh, yeah yeah on. there's more there's yeah i know i i yeah. It's weird, like that's not the part I remember when I watched. You know, like like when we remember these movies, that's not what stands out to me. To me, no, the, like more... the the scene that I mean, like burned into my memory is the the whole cop, the Terminator going through the police station. Yep, that gave me nightmares because again, yep. it, it, it's such a great '80s version of like unstoppable monster. Um, and and the, I just thought the robot was cool. The thing that scared me was Arnold Schwarzenegger just like mowing down cops. It, it um, was. Uh, it, I feel Omar is probably old enough and and more sophisticated. I think I saw the first Terminator when I was seven. It's weird, like so when we watched. Some don't of those. do that. Um, I, I'll say this with I'll say this, and and I want to kind of just uh, about parents and, and children. I was in the lobby this morning when Call of Duty playing, uh, and I jumped into a game of Plunder. Um, I was in a. It was it was a quad and there was a team of a mom and daughter playing together oh, right at on. the same time. And I felt like that was such the right thing to do. 
like yeah. the mom was playing and the girl, you know, and they were playing. And, and, and even though there was some things where the kids were, the kid was telling, cause I wasn't, my mic wasn't on. I wasn't, I wasn't talking. It was just mostly listening and just playing the game. Um, but you know, like even with certain things, like when the kid kind of goes through, they see the different parts. The mom was like, you know, just shrugs it off. It's like, don't worry about it, honey. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. It, it's weird, like a mom and daughter re- conversation having in the middle of Call of Duty. That's right. <laughs> because it just doesn't. But um, as as a parent, it is our job to always try to help, uh, yeah, push and and and, and explore things. So, so for and, me, and, yeah, and, uh, and, and I, I may skip number one. On well, I I can definitely appreciate. Um, because I, I, you know, in, in the video game conversation, you know, video games, uh, you know, we've got all these, this like clutching of pearls. Uh, will this make children desensitized? Will it make them more violent? And and there's genuinely no data to suggest. But I, I think one of the things that I'm I'm really hyper conscious about, why I was a little concerned about Last Star, Starfighter is because there mm-hmm. are a couple gruesome moments in Last yeah. Starfighter. But I forgot how poor the makeup and special effects were. So lex didn't think they were that scary <laughs> when i was a kid and yeah those, yeah it, it, it it's that time you yeah, saw it, like it, the weird alien mimic morph and it has like a jello face like that that freaked me out when i was a kid but then again i was also freaked out by large marge in peewee's big adventure so <laughs> um you know again I, my daughter's already more sophisticated than i was at her age but but the thing i'm concerned about is sort of dumping a whole bunch of very explicit immature media even though she seems more mature than I was at that age, I think also takes away from the moments in those movies. You know, like if you've just become so accustomed to gore and to violence, to me, it's not necessarily like desensitized as in I'm going to raise a sociopath who's not going to care about real life human suffering. Mm -hmm. What I'm concerned about is, am I robbing her of the impact of these cinema moments? If, movie violence is just no big deal. And, and so for me, like, again, in that, when I watched Terminator too young, it scared me that this, this monster machine thing could just kill all the people that are supposed to protect your community. You know, my much younger sensibility about police officers are the people that help us. And this thing could just like mow them down. I saw that too young, but it had an impact. And that's the, the, to me, that's like the, 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 core set piece of yeah. that film is, no, no, is showing sure. how unstoppable this machine is and then later oh, it's spawn the yeah no uh um, is mentioning about where is spawn yeah spawn is one of those i don't know if it ages very well uh uh you know it's it's one of those it really doesn't john leguizamo is awesome michael who's who's spawn was it michael jai white I want to. Uh, I don't remember the name of the gentleman. I know. I. Uh, Hold on. Now I got to look that Jaws, up. If, if... So uh, yeah. So everybody. See, we, we're getting massive recommendations. So we already covered Jaws. We've watched all of the Jaws. That that part was not as as. Um, Omar enjoyed those a lot more. He he's a much yes. more fan of uh, Michael Shark. Jai White. Michael, Michael Jai, Jai White. White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so I don't. I don't think Jaws. Sorry, yeah, Spawn would be one of those movies that ever actually. Although the storyline was nice. Uh, I. Even back then, when I watched it, I felt like it was a little bit. It was so cornball. Yeah, it. It. it I don't you, know. You know what it... I? What I want to try and find, and I doubt there's. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, the HBO animated series. Oh the, yes, so the, there was, the animated there was series the original. Spawn, animated Spawn was definitely much better on the animated series. Yeah. As just as a movie, though, as a movie adaptation to it, it. I felt like even when I watched it, then I felt like okay. Uh, 
Yeah, you could have spent a little bit more money and done it better. I mean, I, I we we understand you did everything. You spent all the money on 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 Spawn's cape, but you could have put some more money on somewhere else. Like you know, you how about what the, the the demons like oh, devils? That, yeah, yeah, jaw yeah. can't move. It, it was. <laughs> It has it has one of the, yeah it's like, so it's one of those movies like I said I I considered it I considered it um, oh man no not Kazam we're not doing Kazam I'm not no uh, who said Kazam <laughs> who do, who do DTI, I need to put in a timeout DTI just said Kazam okay no, DTI no, I'm I'm thinking I, real hard about a timeout for you Kazam I, I, I don't even think Shaquille O'Neal admits to Kazam existing in the first place. <laughs> It's one of those bad things. No, I, I know. You know I, I wonder because, you know, I, I have a penchant for like classic horror films. I love zombies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I adore psychological and tension yeah. thriller style horror. And I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. Like my daughter right now is a five year old, likes spooky things. She likes werewolves and vampires and, and Frankensteins and things like that. And so I'm, I'm really curious, like we, as she grows up, I mean, I have 40, 35 years of movie watching Ahead of. experience over her. And I don't expect her to catch up. You know what I mean? Like, so we're going to have a, at some point, there's going to be a shift. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm just really anxious. I'm, I'm really excited to see like what movies, what TV shows, what, what does she start recommending or bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. To me, that that that's going to be the exciting part of the journey. Like, we're never going to get through everything that I watched and that I love. No, and and I think it's and, to and a certain so point. At some point, I'm going to have to just stop and and then see where she takes me. So. Because at some point, she's also start going to start looking into her own taste in, in content and movies and what's coming up and and, and the, the and it's going to be a weird thing. But also, there's the peer factor as she has more friends and it's cool and so on. Yeah. There's also going to be that generational change as well. Um, there's some content that, you know, like Omar wants to watch and I'm like, oh my God, really? Are we, can we watch? So it, 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 they'll find their balance. And I think that's the main thing. I think if we hit the, if we, if we try to do the best that we can to do the major hits, like the high, the high points and let them guide themselves. The beauty of this is that the libraries now being like most of the original movies are being remastered. So they were coming back in original and better content, better versions that we saw in DVDs. Like, you know what I mean? Like when we bought them originally. So seriously, uh, dude, like how funny is it? Like I'm going back to buying Blu-rays again. Dude, because it's it, like I can't count on a movie living on a subscription service. No. And now it, some of those great like Psycho just got another like 4K re-release. Oh. And you're like, you know, I think I need to own Psycho. I think I just need to buy it. I'm just it. gonna get it. Lock it in. Is that your final answer? Psycho. Yes. No, no, Psycho. I know. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Those are the things I, I really want him to, to kind of build up and, and, and truly appreciate. But uh, we're, we'll have to navigate that. He's very much more curious as almost a 12 year old now. And um, he's understanding. He's wanting to push the limit. Like every time he wants to want to watch more and more and more. And it seriously ends up being like where we get to like nine, 10 o'clock and we're, so we're finishing movies. That's some of them are long. That's the thing about it. Like some of those movies are, are quite long, but um yeah we'll we'll have to kind of bring it back we'll we'll have to see how it goes i know i, I we're boring everybody and <laughs> I, I don't think we are oh american psycho oh my god no I, no, we, no again that's going to be a whole other explanation on 80s excess and huey lewis in the news i um but greg was was just tapping out he's he's gonna go hit the hay and i think it's about time that we kind of start i i was i was about to yeah say, i think we, we're too we're but, but before before we walk away from from movie chat um you need to text me 
as soon as Omar gets through the end of Aliens. Like, yeah. I'm going to try to see if I can catch it. Roll. I'm going to try to catch the video. I'm going to try to record it on camera. Here's the deal. Like if, if you want to own that, like I got that photo of Lex looking at the Millennium Falcon and I'm so glad I have it. But if, if you just need to watch your son watch that moment, you know, don't worry about trying to chronicle it. But as soon as those credits are rolling, I need you to text me what he thought of the end of that movie. I, I need to know. <laughs> how how it. what how it hit him how, how, how exactly no 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 problem that's that's one of our things this weekend we can definitely we're gonna start over again because we we tried to start on the sun aliens and then we ended up stopping right after we're, so we got to the point where she she gets on the um she jumps on she's like where do you want it that that's the end that's the part we stopped the movie so we're gonna just watch it oh, from the beginning again yeah, to build yeah. that because it was it was um he was on a he it was on a roll right we finished and it's a long one. movie too it yes yeah. that it, they're one of those like i feel like those movies needed to have intermissions <laughs> it's one of those bathroom breaks oh, for when, sure. uh, optional uh so we'll we'll do that this weekend so we definitely will uh, we'll have to try that out so for sure um i i will say thank you of course to everybody I, i'm trying to kind of we'll close it up with everybody this week's been an interesting week. Uh, not a lot of tech. I mean, obviously, there's the Huawei thing. There's some leaks going on mm-hmm. with Samsung with the Z Fold 3. Um, and then, of course, uh, with the Poco, uh, which I'm getting a chance to spend a few more time. I'm going to take my time just to do my content on it because it's, it's such a sure. um, such a good gem, I feel like, you know, for 300 bucks, uh, And it was priced at 300 which is weird. Like in the press release that I got from Poco, it was priced at $299. It wasn't priced in mm-hmm. euros or in, or in other currencies. So which tells me that there is a good chance that this will come to the U.S. Um, and surprisingly, uh, again, looks nice and good, it yeah. seems like a solid one. Um, and then I'm obviously going to focus a little bit more next week on uh, the helm and uh, just trying to get that out. Um, and then uh, we'll just, get you some better test files so you can light up those different colored lights. I, I just want to be able to hit the, the, the highest quality <laughs> resolution on it. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you, you, have a, it, you, you, you have a Maserati and, or you, you have a Lambo and, and you drive it. You're driving it through a school zone. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> but I, but I, but I got the extra package. I got the boost. Well, mode you and all see of that. TK most average drivers only commute to the office and back and stop and go traffic. So there's no point. In, in using that Maserati more than like 15 miles an hour in bumper to bumper traffic. No, exactly. So yeah, I am you don't download... want to review what it's really capable of. You just want to review what average, average drivers yeah. do. And I don't know. And I think that's the the point is I, I want this video <laughs> to be where it helps you improve and, and, and moves you into the next level Absolutely. of audio experience on mobile. That's the biggest thing. Or even PC got... too, because it works with everything. Uh, offline if we need to we can also chat because like i've got a couple albums on my nos that are also like 2496 if uh, if you need to kind of flesh that out a bit more, just to kind of push sure no definitely um with that being said uh i want to say thank you very much to everybody thank you juan of course for hanging out with us in this uh in this somewhat of a cold and hot temperature kind of thing going on this week we're going to do in a cold and hot hopefully by next by next thursday we'll be both chilling and good temperatures um, mm-hmm. And um, I want to say again, thanks to Aditya, to Gary, to Gabriela, uh, uh, as well as Greg, um, uh, El Jefe, JGJ, everybody hanging out with us. Andrew, I think, was in there as well. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I saw him before. And I think a whole bunch of other people were there. But thank you very much. Uh, we got a chance to go down a massive rabbit hole of uh, games, <laughs> uh, movies. And as you know, this show could, could, could have gone for three hours and we would have been still going on. 
but uh, yeah. hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more stuff as well, uh, and you will have some updates as a little bit on how, how aliens went up this this weekend. Yes. Uh, and I'll and I'll let Juan know as well. Um, but take care, be safe. Uh, thank you again, Aditya, for hanging out and checking out all all the, all the other content that I have. Um, we'll see you guys next Thursday for the best of our week. Uh, there's the Saturday show with Saturday morning with Tech with me, Juan Carlos on Monday as well with uh, the SGGQA. Uh, but be be safe and take care of yourself. We'll see you guys in the next. Well, we'll see you guys in the next show for sure. Yeah. Bam.